Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Who Slew Auntie Roo. I watched the second half of Whoever Slew Auntie Roo. And this is the, the other, other half. half. Spooktacular! Oh! <laughs> Ethan forgot! I did, but you didn't scare me this time. No, I wasn't trying to. So, <laughs> I feel good about that. Right, but, good. you know, there's still... Starting there's, we got to start off October with, like, yeah. just, just a little hint of, of, of stuff. So, I got you off guard. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Well, just like you caught me off guard, this uh, movie from the 70s mm-hmm. caught me off guard with how weird it is. <laughs> <laughs> this was a recommendation. Yes. By uh, a, a person we only know as Not the Honeybees. Yes. Is that their screen name? Uh, they are a streamer on Twitch, and uh, they are, I guess, our friend now. They're our friend now. <laughs> yeah, you, can have, you can have friends, Mike, over the internet. They're very cool, uh, and they'd recommended this. They, they, they'd listened to a couple episodes before ours. Uh, I can't remember uh, some of the other ones, but like uh, I think Sunset Boulevard and... Uh, Oh, what were the other ones? They 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 had, they had like uh, t- spoken with us about them. Oh, uh, um, shit! Why can't I think of it? Uh, oh, baby God. Jane, baby Jane. Oh, um, fucking fried green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. Yeah, a bunch of these movies. Yeah. And then uh, they were like, "Hey, spooky months coming up. I recommend this one. A movie I had never heard of, which is very hard to recommend a movie, Especially a horror, a horror movie, movie yeah. that I've never heard of. Yeah, uh, same. So I w- had very. I, I was like, this is either gonna be like shit, like this is gonna be like really poorly made like an underground film or it's gonna be like uh, uh or or it's gonna be a really bad movie like you a movie that was faith. yeah oh no oh, no you're right i did and i was uh very surprised by this film yeah i was surprised in some ways yeah and some ways i was like huh i feel like the second half is where shit goes down shit goes down because the first half i was like they're just setting up the dominoes oh, which is how yeah. horror movies go right like usually yes. in the first half of it they set up dominoes, and only like in the last maybe quarter is when they actually like stuff start, starts popping off. Yeah, they start pushing them over. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. I think the thing that caught me off guard the most was that the kids were like the main characters of the movie. You almost never see that in like a horror movie. That's like pretty scary. Like this isn't going to be on like a Disney Channel. No, 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 no. But like, you know, this is fucking like what is it? Un uh, not unwrapped, under wraps. Or Halloween Town. This is a, a couple of kids, British kids, mm-hmm. Christopher and Katie. Christopher and Katie. They're orphans, but they're brother and sister. Yep. And uh, they are the protagonists of. I mean, technically, Christopher is the protagonist of the movie, and we're just sort of following him. Uh, and I, so I go into the movie halfway through, going like, "Oh, this is gonna be just like a fun misadventure movie about a little kid, you know, growing up in some crazy old lady's house." Nope. No. 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 It no. It I is not. I don't think so. Just judging from. The setup. Yeah, yeah. It's not not that at all. What did you think of the kid actors, by the way? Uh, Christopher was great. I, okay. lo- I thought Christopher was really good. Katie was atrocious, and I hated her. 
She I, was the absolute fucking worst. I hate. I hated both of them, but mostly it was because of the characters they played, not because of their acting. What? Anything. What was wrong with Christopher? Maybe it's just because of my half of the movie. I was like, a lot of this is pretty justified, but I mean, probably. I don't imagine what happens, mm. but in my half, they're mostly just bratty. Oh, they're, they're bratty. Kids. They're bratty psychopaths in some ways. Yeah, am, in my opinion, that's fair. No, that's that's um, completely fair. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll give you a line later on that really solidifies it for me. That's uh, why I don't like them. They're also orphans. Yeah, you know they don't. They don't I know you got to give them a break, right? Because yeah, they're orphans. They're just orphans. You know, um, apparently the kid that plays Christopher also played another orphan. Uh, 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 Oliver, Oliver. Oliver and Oliver Twist. Yeah, he does. You know, he looks like cookie cutter British orphan kid. like yeah. he's you, got the messy hair he's got the messy hair he's, he's got the, the 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 cheeks he's got the cheeks and, and the quips yeah 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 he says it's... all that stuff really well yeah 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 um but but this movie is called who slew auntie Roo and... or whoever slew auntie yes Roo. depending on whatever thing where you Google, whatever you, you look found at it. it yeah um yeah like on imdb the post says whoever slew auntie Roo, but the poster says who slew auntie Roo. so anyway i wonder if whomever is like what the british version came out or something like that oh maybe maybe and they're like we're going to be more proper than those americans mm, yeah 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 who slew auntie Roo rolls off the tongue better but whoever is more proper pro- proper yeah, prim and exactly. proper yeah anyway um, what were you gonna say what i was gonna say is this is called who slew auntie Roo, but auntie Roo's alive for all of my half Mm-hmm. Interestingly, mm-hmm. so I'm. I was. Kinda, That's actually real funny. Yeah, because I was wondering when she was gonna die or if she was gonna die. Mm-hmm. I actually thought she was the one who may have done the murder or mm-hmm. whatever murder thing, but it doesn't quite seem to be the case. But. Let me just say. Let me What's start also, her name is not Auntie Rue, isn't it? That's what she calls. That's what everyone calls her. Her right. name is um, Mrs. Forrest. Mrs. Forrest. Yeah. You know? And then later on, somebody calls her Ro- Rosie Miller. Oh yeah, so, that's weird. I know. Um, so she's got like multiple names. That Very might be her. That might me. be her stage name. It was she, her stage name. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, one thing to also mention about this movie is it is heavily, heavily based on Hansel and Gretel. Right. What happens at the end of Hansel and Gretel? Oh, uh, the the witch eats both of them. Right. Oh, you fucking idiot! You monster! <laughs> what are you talking about? No, the end of Hansel and Gretel, they throw the witch in the fire and kill her. Oh, um, so, I, I you know I watched a twisted version. <laughs> yes, you did. Where the kids die. You crazy person. No, uh, which is great for me because I I do the I do the title obviously as well. But knowing as as Christopher keeps popping in and like relating what's occurring to him to the events of Hansel and Gretel, I'm like, oh shit, Rue's gonna fucking die. Like I was right. I was like, god damn, she's gonna get thrown in fire or like some crazy's gonna happen. I don't know when. I don't know what. I don't know how. But I, it was it was really great. Like it's sort of like a, a Brechtian sort of uh, a drama where it's like it's taking you out of the events of the movie and you're just sort of like waiting for the witch to burn or whatever. You know, like that's you, a good point. You're just waiting the entire time for it to happen. You just don't know how. Anyway, so what were you going to say though? No, I was just going to say that's right, and you are correct. That... <laughs> I don't know why I heard that and thought that. Perhaps I just heard one version of it. Like, yeah, told somewhere. Some like, twisted fairy tale. Some twisted fairy tale where yeah. it's just like, well, like. The whole, the, like, the Black Forest freaking um, fairy tales were all meant to be, like, get the kids out of the forest. And it's like, yeah. well, the kids can outsmart a witch. The kids are still going to go in there and be stupid. You got to have the story where they just die at the end. <laughs> I guess so. And that's your warning, kids. And that's your warning, kids. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you could just out, you could go kill the witch and then have a freaking house full of candy you could just yeah. eat. Yeah. No, 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 You got to have them die. That is the interesting thing about the Hansel and Gretel story, though, isn't it? Because, like, they, 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 they only... But that's the thing about Hansel and Gretel, right? They're, the only reason they go to that house is because they're lost in the woods and they're hungry. Yeah. Like, it's not like 
they're selfishly trying to take the food, you know? Yeah. So, like, they're doing it out of, like, a, a sense of self-preservation. Like, they don't know what else to eat. But they hey, man. The house. Bro, being an orphan, you got to survive in capitalism. You got to take what you can. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's right. That's so, right. They, so these two I are don't just think Hansel and Gretel were orphans. No, Hansel... I don't think they were. I think they just went to the forest because they were bored and, yeah. like, ate food or whatever. But, you know, don't ask me about the lore of Hansel and Gretel. Okay, clearly, clearly I not. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So don't trust me. Anyway, so the beginning of this movie I want to touch on because it's probably the weirdest beginning of a movie that just gets right into it. Okay. Because let's just jump right into it. Let's just jump right into it, you yeah. know? Let's not... Uh, dilly daddle around the horror. Mm-hmm. Let's just get in because the first part of the movie is a bunch of creepy dolls, and the camera's panning around them, mm-hmm. and Auntie Rue is there singing over a long panning shot. I don't know who she is at, the, at this time, right? So I'm like, this is a lady singing, and um, basically singing about uh, he takes what he can find, and like very possessive sort of song mm-hmm. that she's singing, and uh, there's a. <laughs> There's a girl she's singing to in a crib, like a baby crib, but she looks older. She's like probably like six or seven or something like that. Like the little, little girl, yeah, little girl in the okay. crib, a little too old to be in a crib. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Okay, well, sleep tight. I love you. See you in the morning." And she leaves, and then it pans over, and the girl's a skeleton. Yeah, she's a mummy. She's a mummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this happens in your half too. This is revealed in my half. I didn't realize it was also revealed in your half. It blew my goddamn fucking mind. That is the minute I was like, "This is not a movie for children no, anymore." No, it's not. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great because they just. Show this part of the beginning to be like, kids, get out of here. Yeah, kids. Kids, don't see this. This is not appropriate for also, you. Also, if you if you make a mistake as a parent, you just <laughs> immediately scar your kid for life. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. First, like, this is in two minutes this happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's I'm a just, good, it, it's honestly a really good looking mummy, too. Like, yeah, it's very, very creepy looking. It's very scary. It instantly, like, I audibly went like, oh my god, like when I first saw it. Like, I was shocked. Like, I was watching something on, like, Live Leak or something. Oh, man. Like, Whoa. it was very off-putting. Anyway, uh, so that's how the movie opens. Okay. So it opens like that, and then we're introduced to Mr. Brenton, who uh-huh. shows up. And do you know anything about Mr. Brenton? Mr. Brenton is a psychic. Yes, he's a psychic. and But he's a fake psychic, and he's an alcoholic. Yes, we're not revealed that he's a fake psychic yet, but we do see he's an alcoholic. You know how you know he's a fake psychic? Huh. It's because he's a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know the rules of the movie yet. Yeah, that's true. You that's don't know. The, you don't know if this is like real or what. Or, or yeah, how imaginary. Yeah, the how imaginary the world is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's fake. Yeah. So he drives up and um, uh, arrives, takes mm-hmm. a swig, except it's empty, implying that he is a drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, he gets to uh, Mrs. Forrester's place. Mm-hmm. Um, her place, by the way, the seance room that they have. Slaps. It looks so cool. <laughs> Dude, the it, vibes of this movie are fucking awesome. They're awesome. They yeah. she has the creepiest, like like did you see the um the magician like attic? No. Oh, you love the magician attic. <laughs> we'll get to that later, but I saw that and I'm just like, ooh. There is some props in this. I I only saw a couple parts of the house, but like they they have a really cool dumb waiter that was really cool. Yeah. Or I don't know. Like a lot of the parts of the house, I'm like, dude, this fucking She's I like love this. she's like mystical grandma right yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. not like grandma where it's like oh here's your fucking uh uh cute little teacups and plates with paintings on them or whatever that yeah. grandma's into collecting or little crystals it's like madam leota shit like everywhere <laughs> grandma leota grandma leota so it's like oh okay i'm into this this really did capture for me like when you go to a friend's house that you don't know too well and you're staying the night and you just like you're in their house 
at night and you just don't know where anything is and everything feels a little bit like off-putting and weird yeah. and strange that's what this felt like where yeah. it's just like something very dreamlike about the like architecture well, it's like a mansion too. too right yeah it's so big. it's big yeah. i mean she's basically living in the haunted mansion i guess that's true yeah say. yeah so she tries to contact uh her daughter yes. Catherine. Catherine. uh it sounds like they do, but she can't stay long. And she cries and says, forgive me, forgive me, give me another chance, come back, I'm so lonely. Clearly mm-hmm. has some issues. Has some mom, mommy issues? Daughter issues? Da- daughter, daughter issues. issues. <laughs> daughter issues, go with that. Uh, so, um, she also has abandonment issues. It sounds like it. Yeah, she's a very unwell person. No, clearly. Yeah. Um, but she puts on a good front. Mm-hmm. Puts on a great front. Yeah. So then we're cut to kids playing in an orphan home where she's decaying. Christopher, who at this time do not say anything. Mm. They go to the doctor because I guess um, every year for Christmas, um, Auntie Rue puts on a cool party for orphans to go to. Right. Um, And some of the orphans call it the gingerbread house. So a Mm. lot of like, "Mm, okay, we're alluding to the haunts and growth in case you couldn't get it yet, kids. (laughs) Um, Kids who still want to watch this movie. Kids who still want to watch this movie. Or just slow audience members. (laughs) Um, So... Christopher is also like uh, a big liar, apparently. Like the headmaster, mm. I don't remember the headmaster's name, but she does not like Christopher at all or Katie because they they, br- they run away a lot. Oh yeah, they run away a lot. When they yeah. came back last time, they're quiet the whole time. They haven't mm. said anything, so they're they're kind of weird. And to be honest, they're a little off-putting. They're <laughs> yeah, a little off-putting, yeah. especially when they don't say anything and they just get talked at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we cut back. So we go back to Auntie Rue's place, and there is her. Servant, I would say, a butler called yeah. uh, Albi. Albi. Albi's his name. Albi. And he's chopping off the head of a turkey because um, it's Christmas dinner time. Mm. You know, it's, we're going to make Christmas dinner. Is it revealed that Albi doesn't like Auntie Rue in your half of the movie? Um, Kind of. Yeah. Like, it's implied that there's... that. There's animosity he's, between he's the two. Not of them. animosity. I believe he's trying. He's ripping her off. Oh, okay. So yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's. Yeah, he's in cahoots. He's in cahoots with, with the, the psychic. psychic guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. He's making Christmas dinner, and the butcher guy show comes by, drops another turkey off, and he's like, hey, where's my money? I'm, like, I'm really tired. I never got paid before. He's like, oh, Auntie Rue will get you soon. And he's like, no, I want it now. And I'm like, fair. Like, you're, yeah. you're, you need money to run a business. You can't just keep giving tabs out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Especially if you're I'll delivering, later. like, big birds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Neat. he's like, I'll get it later, whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's also a gross guy and, and like, kisses on the lady worker there or whatever the lady butler what is a lady butler called is there a name for that just butler just a butler servant no <laughs> well because i'm butler thinking who's a woman is a servant no i was gonna <laughs> say because like i feel like it's different levels right as i feel like a butler to me is a um like an alfred like an alfred yeah well she she doesn't reason. seem to be in like high command mm. so i don't want to say because she's a woman i just want to say because like she doesn't seem to be like she doesn't stick around for my half the movie yeah so i wonder yeah. if she's just hired help i don't know what yeah. the word is probably like somebody that's just like housekeeper maybe housekeeper i guess yeah. but she's helping cook i don't know i don't know whatever she's not not the main she must be just here to help for the, the feast yeah 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 um, she's not my half the movie yeah i don't okay she doesn't really do much but she's except to get harassed so cool um I say that sarcastically, by the way, for anyone out there who doesn't pick up on anything. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, well, she was harassed, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah. So, from the plot perspective, she was only there to show that this guy's a creep. Yeah, the butcher guy. Yeah. Does he ever come up in your half? He does. He shows up at the end of the movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, um, he's got a mustache, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
Albie goes and is like, hey, you got to pay this guy. And she's mm. like, fine. I'll, or I'll do it whenever I get to my bills. He's like, he needs his money now. And she's like, oh, fine. So she goes to her little drawer, pulls out money out of her like riches drawer that she has locked, which has like gems and like cash in it, just yeah. laws of everything. And it's just like, you know, Albie eyes it a lot. It's like, hmm, interesting. I know this lady's rich. Yeah. On well, top of the fact that where she, she lives. She owns a giant house. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. She's like, we gotta feed ten orphans, and it's all great. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the headmaster at the orphanage chooses the people to go, calls out all the names, and is like, and a brother and sister, some other brother and sister. It's not Chris and Katie. oh no, and they're like, oh, all sad and mad and like disappointed. Um, so then we're it we're we are introduced to uh-huh. the um. It's Christmas time, and okay. they're driving the orphans to uh, Auntie Brew's place. Okay. And there is a – they talk about what, like, her backstory is. And she was apparently – because she's American. This is set in Britain, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. She was married to a magician, like a very famous magician, mm-hmm. um, and just lives off that money. And apparently some tragedy happened that no one can talk about hmm. because no one knows. Not even the servants know. I don't think I know either. Um. I think I kind of know. Okay. But I did. I thought there might have been something else. Anyway, the kids uh, all show up, and they all are greeted, and everyone looks happy. They're having a good have a great time at Auntie Roo's. But then Chris and Katie pop out from the trunk of the cars mm-hmm. and sneak into the back. Oh. So they're not even supposed to be there. Right. We're not supposed to be here today, yeah, but, exactly. they've, but they've snuck in. They've snuck in, exactly. Yeah, okay. Um couple of ne'er-do-wells yeah i guess yeah. The, okay the only thing the servants do know is that uh her daughter catherine disappeared like a magic act that's mm-hmm. what they said just disappeared disappeared what an interesting <laughs> word to use didn't die no just run away they, disappeared. just disappeared just interesting gone. Okay. like a like a magic like act. a magic act yeah 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 um so uh albie catches the kids sneaking up because they're going into the kitchen and like does a crazy thing that i thought was wild he like <laughs> grabs them and pulls out a knife. It was like, well, you guys want some food? Oh, but I cut out your tongues. Whoa. And then just cuts. So like, oh, my God. Is, is Albie the guy who's going to slay it? <laughs> he Albie seems wild. sucks. Later on, he, like, grabs Christopher really hard by the ear. And I'm like, you're getting off on, like, abusing a child. Yeah, he's, like, he's bad. He he's sucks. bad guy. Yeah. Um, as much as I don't like Christopher, I don't I don't think he should be treated this way. <laughs> I think he needs therapy, but yeah, you know, I don't yeah, think yeah. that existed. And what a, what time period is this set in? I don't know. It seems probably like, modern day at the time, right? Yeah, it's just Britain, so yeah. it looks all whimsical. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> they just have orphans in the seventies, I guess. Still, sure. And they're it's like it's Britain, and they're in an old mansion. Like there's no way of knowing. There is old. The cars look very old. Though, oh, so but it's it Britain. could be Britain. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Britain. So Miss Forrester, Miss Forrester is says like call me Auntie Rue kids because before then they're all calling her Miss Forrester um, and Albie brings in the two kids why why are they calling her Rue I don't know that she just says call me that mm. it sounds better you know it's a fun cool thing to say you know yeah I guess I don't know why though mm. like, I thought I was hoping it would explain your half no, I guess not no. Albie uh, brings in the kids and is like I found these two kids sneaking around and Auntie Rue's like oh Come on in here. And the headmaster's pissed, of mm-hmm. course, because they snuck in. But Auntie Rue's yeah. like, there's always room for more. Mm-hmm. Gives her gives him gingerbread cookies and everything. Right. Um, and then she's telling all the kids like funny stories and how she fell in love with the guy, the magician, Colonel Forrester. And someone's like, Is Colonel Forrester dead? <laughs> and she's like, camera zooms in on her and is like, 
Yes. No. Well, he's on the other side of the mirror. I'm like, all right, this is setting up some weird shit. Um, so the kids then are like, all right, we're going to go to bed and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go do my seance thing. But before then, Katie comes down and slides, tries to slide down the banister. Right. And Rue freaks out. She, like, loses it <laughs> because she has a flashback of her daughter doing the same thing, doing the same thing and falling. Oh. And it looks, her leg looks, you know, they do the thing where the, the, the kid's leg is like in a weird position, uh-huh. and it's like, ah, kid's dead. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's how she died. Right, she fell but off she the banister. She disappeared, but it seems like, or you know, maybe she got better. You know, uh-huh. maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know if the beginning of this movie has any hints to what maybe happened to her daughter, but <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're excused. Oh, thank you. Of course, anytime. Um, what happened next? So, so she freaks out so about she Katie. Freaks out. She, Katie's fine. Just slides down the banister. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I'm so sorry, I yelled at you, but don't ever do that again. It's very dangerous." Right. And then she goes back to bed with Christopher, mm-hmm. and they talk a little bit. And this is the part where I'm like, "Okay, these kids are psychopaths." Because <laughs> Katie says, "I hope Auntie Rue adopts us. Like we're so good that she adopts us. I don't want to be called runaways anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to call other kids runaways." And I'm like, "All right, this kid is not great." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no sense of empathy. There's no sense of empathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These kids Lack are of empathy. Little little psychopaths. But you know, they're just trying to live their way through the capitalism in, in 1970s britain they're just trying to live through britain <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> children in britain orphans in britain is just like yeah. do you want to just hear a sad story just read up uh, orphans of britain i don't know what's Done. up with that yeah i don't know why i think there was just there's like probably uh, a lot like there's no american orphan story i guess annie <laughs> yeah, orphan. but that was happy, right? That was a happy. One. They're singing. They're having a good time. That is time. the drastic difference between how the Britons look at the world and Americans. Yeah, it's that like, is very in true. Britain, it's like you're miserable and you become a ruffian and then you die. And then in America, it's like you get adopted by a millionaire. You're like, Your movie's okay. awesome. You yeah. sing songs. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. got to get lucky. You might at some point, but who knows? Live on that hope, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything will work out. So does Christopher say anything like questionable as well? No, he just he just agrees. It's like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I want to see people. Also in pain. Yeah. Like us. Much. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then they both pee the bed and uh, murder small animals. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then go downstairs and steal a glass of milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Mr. Breton comes back and they do the seance. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't get through the other side. I need something that the, the person had. Mm-hmm. And so she gets like a teddy bear and <laughs> joins in the seance. So like she moves over to fit the dead teddy bear. So they all hold hands to the teddy bear. <laughs> They're holding the teddy it's bear goofy. hands. That's funny. Um, this is a big teddy bear, by the it's way. It's a big-ass teddy bear. Yeah. Then Katie and Chris come down for some reason because they're just kids and they're just annoying. Yeah, they're and a couple they're just, whippersnappers. They're whippersnappers. Yeah. And Katie just starts walking down the stairs, and then Chris like hears spooky a spooky voice mm. and follows the voice and looks through a little crack in the hole and realizes that the voice that they're hearing is probably one of the servant ladies doing the doing the voice it's not you can't see her face you just see her lips oh i see okay and so it's like totally fake if this is a thing you noticed i really liked the way the audio is mixed in this movie yeah i do too it had a good good feel to it it had a good sense of atmosphere yeah it's the 70s had like a really crisp like textured yeah to all their sound yeah and i really like that for this movie with like the kind of the pops of everything of how it was like recorded but also even like because this this a lot of this movie at least my half too is like 
Christopher sneaking around a house and following a noise. And I feel like the directional audio in the movie was really well done. Yes, too. that's true. I agree. I, with I that. really like there's one part where he like moves things around and he can hear better from one perspective than the other one. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, it's like I'm really there. It was really good. I just wanted to uh, highlight Surprising. That. Like, you know, who needs Dolby Atmos? For <laughs> this was before THX, baby. Before THX. No one was getting blown away by sound back then. <laughs> Who, who deafened anti-room. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it down! Oh, it's horrible. My, gra- my daughter played it so loud, now I'm having flashbacks. Oh! Horrible. Horrible. Um, so, she gets, Kitty gets down there, mm-hmm. and um, she finds the... Right, right before the spirit leaves or whatever... Mm-hmm. Katie shows up and opens the door of the seance room. Like, what are you doing, kid? Like, you're just causing <laughs> She's issues. She's precocious. She's dumb. She's annoying. She's I annoying. don't like Katie. I don't like her at all. Yeah. But she opens up the door, and uh, Rue is like, oh, my gosh, it's Catherine. And everyone's like. That's why it happens. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. It's that's Katie, dude. And she's like, no, it's Catherine. Oh, my God. And I then, had no idea. But then she snaps out of it. It's like, you're right. It's Katie. Uh-huh. It's fine. Uh, and Katie's like, can I take the bear? I like this bear. She mm. calls it William. William the bear. Okay. And Billy bear. And of course, you know, Auntie Rue is just taking. She's like, someone loves this bear. Go ahead. You can have the bear. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, and then it looks like they leave. And Mr. Brenton is swapping money with Aldi. Aldi. Uh-huh. So it sounds like you they're, know, they're in cahoots, yeah, yeah, and clearly yeah. we know this is fake at this time. Right. Uh, so then Chris is like, hey, I heard someone talking from this room. Can you see Auntie Brew? It's like, oh, the supply closet? No one's in there. And they open it up. There's no one in there, which is where they were talking earlier. Right. So Chris is obviously up to this bullshit. Um, and so they're sleeping, and in the middle of the night, someone takes William the Bear in the middle of the night. Ooh. It's not shown who. Hmm. And there has been another shot earlier of... Um, feet walking around i don't remember exactly what it was i can't recall mm. but there's a lot of like shots of some mysterious third party perhaps someone we know mm. i don't know um i do know that auntie rue has the bear later on so yes. it might have been her sneaking around it might have been yeah um but i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know my theory was... i don't think there's a ghost in the movie no i don't there's, there's nothing supernatural yeah i don't think okay um so then uh, what happens after that? Katie, okay, so Auntie Rue wants, comes huh. in the next day and yeah. is like, hey, Katie, what do you think about, I've been thinking about this all night, what do you think about coming to stay with me? Living with her, Living yeah. with me. And Chris hears this and is like, oh, we do things together. And she's like, oh, but you see, Katie's so young, she needs a mom in her life. And it's mm. like, dude, what the fuck? You're like talking about separating a brother and sister? Yeah, and that's, like acting like it's a normal That's messed thing. up. Like, yeah. have your weird daughter thing and have a favor, <laughs> but at least bring the kid with you, like her brother. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Also, Katie doesn't say like, yeah, I want to have Chris with me. She's just like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're a little, you're more psycho. She doesn't know what's going on, yeah, I she think. Yeah. She's pretty young. What, she's probably like seven or eight, maybe. Yeah, she's pretty young, yeah. Um. Uh, so then, um, <laughs> so Chris remembers like when she leaves. Oh my God, Auntie Rue's like, your fingers are so little, Katie. We gotta fatten them up. And then, in case you didn't understand the reference, Chris has Hansel a flashback of him reading a bedtime story of Hansel and Gretel. And was like, the witch says fatten them up, and I'm like, yeah, all right, all yeah, right, yeah. we get it, we get it. So then, um, it's Christmas time, and all the other orphans are getting, um. 
new toys and stuff. And mm-hmm. Rue gives Katie a special teddy bear. Right. Not not William, because obviously William means a lot to Auntie Rue. Right. But she's just like, I want William's sad face. And she goes and sits next to her brother and just looks at Auntie Rue. And Auntie Rue's like, man, she's going to make me She's gonna make me work for it. This sucks. <laughs> um, I don't want to do work. I don't want to do work. I just want to give kids stuff and them like me. Yeah. Because everyone was very hyped to go to this, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. Like, all the orphans were hyped as fuck. Yeah, They yeah. were loving it. Well, I'm sure being in a mansion. Being in an adult mansion and getting a bunch and of food. not an orphanage. Not an orphanage. Probably great. Yeah. Um, so, so, Chris and Katie sneak out and go to some upstairs room with all of Colonel Forrester's magic stuff, mm-hmm. which looks dope. It's got, like, a bunch of creepy dolls, though, and they scare Katie. And, right. and it, Chris is so dumb. He goes into a, a closet and is like... Hey, check it out. It's a magic closet. Oh, this is going to be great. Check it out, Katie. And he goes in, and she gets freaked out and scares like, Chris? Chris? And he comes out, and it's just a skeleton that pops out instead of him. Whoa. And she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, it's okay. And the skeleton's just magically gone. It's just a trick. Oh. Isn't that fun? I know. It's magic, Mike. It is magic. It's yeah. magic, dude. Oh, my gosh. So, um, so scary. <laughs> so then Chris is like, well, you see how that was fake. Let's try out this fake guillotine. That's what here. the fuck? It's a fake chopper. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is this where we're going to go where I think it's going to go? These kids, there's something wrong with them. I know. And yeah. he's like, Katie, sit down in it. We'll, we'll play with it. I'm like, what are you doing, kid? You're stupid. Like, you <laughs> test if... this out to fake try it. And yeah. You don't put, like, your sister in there. I think it's it's like it's like looking down the barrel of a gun to see if it's loaded. Like People do that, though. I know. So I know. I mean... It happens. It happens. I guess this is another this example, is another of, example of like, hey, maybe don't have uh, dangerous objects around kids. But I mean, clearly they weren't allowed in here. No. Yeah. 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 They were sneaking in there. So he's about ready to do it. And he's just like, does a whole thing. And then you see a, a third party sneak in to the room where they're at. And he's like, hmm. oh, I'll pull this magic lever. And he pulls it and the guillotine falls down. But it. Katie moved right beforehand, and the bear's head gets chopped off. The new bear. Oh. And they're like, "Oh my god!" And she's not mad or anything. She's just like, "Whoa, I don't like that." And I'm just <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" These kids. <laughs> they're inseparable. These. They're two. inseparable. These two. You could really feel that they are brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they really don't like each other, but that's all they got. <laughs> but then, um, so the room starts coming alive, and some of the animatronics start moving, and it's very scary, and they get scared, and then Albie comes out in a mask mm. and scares them and laughs hysterically as he laughs. And it <laughs> See, scares he them. likes, like, abusing children. I he mean, off yeah, that. there's definitely those... There are people like that who do, like, scary kids a lot. I like to... Like, I... I scary kids is, a, is one thing. This guy's, like, trying to, like, At this, traumatize them. I would scare... To be fair, I would scare them out of this, this room. This dangerous this room. This dangerous room. Yeah. So far, Albie fine on my end so far I, I could kind of see his actions did he abuse christopher earlier in the movie oh yeah you're right <laughs> i forgot about that part i forgot where he did like threaten him with a knife that's a little yeah. messed up but scaring him out of here with yeah mask, that's not as that's bad fair. Okay. like a place where they literally was gonna chop like yeah he, they could have had a dead body you really here. ought to like lock that fucking thing and then, yeah can you imagine if <laughs> if like that actually happened, and Auntie Rue's like, "Well, I guess I can't have any more parties here." Yeah, right. Because you know the orphans. Honestly, I bet the orphanage would be like, "Fuck, awesome!" Like, yeah. let's bring more orphans over here. <laughs> Get them out of here. Yeah, let's like tell them not to go into the attic. Yeah, and then, um, oh my god, I typed in Auntie Woo, which is really funny to me. <laughs> Auntie Rue. Auntie Woo. She's a Woo girl. I mean, at this point, she is because she's performing on stage for all these kids. Yes, that's right. And that is my half of the movie. So she's performing, and a little girl, Katie. 
just leaves. I saw her leave the, at the end of the movie, which I thought was funny. Leaves in the middle of the show like she doesn't want to do this. And she goes into the room with the teddy bear. And Auntie Rue is upset with Katie and, and the teddy bear. But eventually, she's like, you can have the teddy bear. Oh. Go, go ahead and have it. Have it. Whatever. You're, you're going to be my new daughter now. Yes. So then it's nighttime. Katie's asleep with the bear. And Chris is asleep. But then he wakes up because he hears some singing. A woman singing. Ooh. Auntie Rue singing. Okay. And so... He gets in a dumbwaiter, pulls the dumbwaiter up, and then the dumbwaiter leads to a room that doesn't seem to have, like, uh, it doesn't seem to be a room that anybody else can access. It seems like the only way to get into it is via the dumbwaiter. Oh, that's very inconvenient. And the dumbwaiter, like, opens up to, like, a little, like, thing so he can, like, look through a crack, and he looks through the crack, and I'm like, oh, this is a little fun. This is cute. You know, kids are dumbwaiters, you know, getting up to mischief. He looks through the crack, and we see Auntie Rue over a crib and uh-huh. then pulling out a mummified skeletonized <laughs> little girl body and then putting it in a coffin. <laughs> okay, that part I don't understand. So apparently she keeps the the bubby in a coffin, in a tiny wooden coffin, and then puts it in the crib as like like a, like a ritual yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, songs or whatever to keep her spirit alive. But she keeps in she keeps in the in the in the 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 the, the, the coffin. Yeah. And uh, Christopher sees this shit and he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Reasonably. Fair. And so then um, he uh, he makes he makes it out. He's like, oh, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." And then uh, Auntie Rue hears the noise from the dumbwaiter and she knows she's been discovered. So she has to like put the body back in the coffin she has to like get everything ready and then she exits through a door and the door exits through her closet which has mirrors on the other side so when uh, she says that her husband is on the other side of a mirror but we don't see the husband yet we never see i, I never see the husband at all so that's but why I, I don't understand what happened to the husband in this because like they, i bet they he just sh- died he just died because yeah. just Probably an old British dude drinking a lot or smoking a lot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just gonna he get you. He just ya. dies of natural cause, or maybe he killed himself after like his fucking daughter. That's like, true. Maybe dies. I don't know. Maybe, but it's it's left ambiguous. At least as far as I'm aware. Same. Uh, so then, um, she rushes to investigate. It doesn't learn anything. So it's the next day. Kids are leaving for the orphanage, but Katie isn't there. Hmm. She is not at the, the 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 car. So Christopher tells the lady that runs the orphanage, Auntie Rue has a mummy. And the lady doesn't, of course, believe Christopher because Christopher's always fibbing. And so then they're like, let's just fucking leave. Like, who gives a shit? Like, let's just leave and Katie wow. will stay here and then we'll come back and get her later. Okay. So they just go because they're orphans. Like, they don't, like, these are British people. They don't care about orphans. No, they don't. They're whatever. They're, they're, they're little street rats. So they're then we cause see. Problem. Exactly. They're going to cause problems. So then we see Albie and he's all confident smoking a cigarette. And he's just like, hey, Auntie Rue. You better give me 2,000 pounds or I'm going to go to the cops and say that you are a uh, kidnapper because I know that you've got Katie here somewhere uh, in the nursery. You kidnapped her and put her in the nursery, so you got to give me $2,000. Is the nursery the place where she does the ritual? Or is this That's one? the place where she does the ritual. So he knows about the nursery. Mur- he must know about the nursery. I don't know how, but he does, hmm. even okay. though it's a secret apparently. Yeah, it sounds like nobody knows. Well, I thought nobody knew, but maybe – Maybe he knows. Just, maybe maybe just, he just knows his way around. True. The house. He is the butler, and everyone else is like a servant. Because there wasn't the other servant guy. I was like, I don't know what happened, but maybe he knows. If you're a butler and you see this dumb waiter, you're probably going to be like, "Where does that dumb waiter lead?" Yeah. And then you like investigate that probably. Can, but either get, way. can an adult get in that dumb waiter? No, that's clearly a kid's dumb waiter. But you would still be like, "Oh, it's going somewhere." <laughs> like I say, dumb kids dumb waiter. Like, yeah, we built this dumb waiter for kids, not for not food. for adults. There's yeah. 
There's there's different kinds of dumb waiters. There's food dumb waiter, kid dumb waiter, and elevator. An ele- <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> An elevator is when a dumb waiter gets smart finally. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they get elevated. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so then Christopher returns to the house late at night, and I'm like, oh, he's going to get Katie. So he's like going around, and then he goes into one of the rooms and opens up a drawer and finds all the riches. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know. So I, it's just I, unlocked? Uh, no, he like breaks in okay. somehow. He, he, he breaks in because he's a wily one. Yeah. Um, and so he ends up like opening like a drawer and finds a bunch of riches in it. And I'm like, I know this. I, I've seen these types of movies before. This kid isn't going to take the money. He's not interested in the money. He's interested in his, his sister. Nope. He, he starts stealing money. that shit immediately. He's like, this is all fucking mine. I told you, they're all little, they're all little psychopaths. And then he's looking for Katie. And, but uh, you know what? I guess to be fair. You need money to peace out. To, to run away. To get and they, that's their whole plan. That's their whole, whole MO yeah. is they got to run away. So uh, he gets in the dumbwaiter, goes into the nursery, and finds Katie in the uh, – she's, like, hiding behind the dollhouse. And she's, like – she seems, like, happy. She doesn't even have a problem right now. But Christopher is like, no, Auntie Rue is going to eat you. She's going to fatten you up. She's going to eat you. We have to leave now. Damn. And so they sort of sneak out. And they see Auntie Rue, and she's in bed, asleep, with the lights on, uh, because lighting back in the day is a problem. And they sort of, like, have to sneak out of the room. They're sneaking downstairs. But there's this really great bit where, like, the camera follows them out the doorway, and then it, like, it, like pans over back to the bed, and the bed is empty. And they go down the stairs and open the front door, and somehow, maybe there's, like, a bunch of other, like, secret passageways. But Auntie Rue is now in, the, in front of them, at the front door. Oh, no. And she's like, yo, uh, uh, you'll have a home here forever! She says oh she screams at the top of her lugs, and she rip, she pulls him back in the house. Next day, cops arrive, and they're looking through the house, and uh, they are like, you know, and she's like, oh, yeah, I heard about Katie. She was missing. And they're like, oh, yeah, and uh, now Christopher is, too. And, you know, they were a couple of uh, orphans. They, they'd ran away a couple times, but we just wanted to check to make sure they're not on the premises. And the cops sort of acting like, you know, just as a formality. But when he's all by himself with the other, like, uh, a coppers, uh, it seems like he's very suspicious of Auntie Room. Okay. And there's one part. Maybe they should have looked at that, that child dumbwaiter. Well, yeah, exactly. And they're like, why do you have a child dumbwaiter and not a food one? Why don't you, yeah, why don't you have a food one? Come on now. Get with it. <laughs> so he's getting closer and closer to where the nursery is. He's getting, like, right next to that mirror closet. And then uh, Auntie Rue, who up, up to this point was very chill and calm, starts freaking out. And she's like, how dare you accuse me of stealing these children? Do you even have a warrant? And then she's like, you better get out of here. So she leaves. And all the cops are searching. And they can't find the kids. Um, and so now the cops have gone. It's another day. It's almost... What are you going to ask? Hold on a second. Why? Maybe I missed it. You probably explained it. And maybe I just didn't catch it. Why are they not adoptable? Why can't she adopt them? Because they don't want to go? Or because they're just mischief makers? That's a very good question. Okay. Because it's... I don't know. They just... You know why? Because... Auntie Rue doesn't want Christopher. Auntie Rue wants Katie. And, and you now, know they probably made him probably made him come as a package. And now she has to keep Christopher, not okay. because of desire, but out of the fact that like if he leaves, she loses Katie. That's true. Basically. Okay. But yeah, I think that's the reason. In too deep now at this point. Exactly. So it is uh now New Year's almost. She's preparing food. She keeps saying that she's gonna fatten them up. And that really triggers Christopher. he's like, Look, she's she's gonna fucking Look, she have you did you read the story? The yeah, Hansel and Gretel story, same thing. He's actually narrating the Hansel and Gretel story throughout my half the movie, too. <sighs> he like, is. he pops in and says it. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it, yeah. Um, so then Christopher uh, is uh, Christopher and, and Katie are in the nursery, but then Christopher breaks out 
and um he uh he's he's like running downstairs he's trying to escape the house and there's a knock at the door and it is the fake psychic and benton i think his name is right and he's fucking useless. He's like, I'm not going to fucking go to the cops about this little kid. He just fucking leaves. He doesn't give a fuck about this no, kid. No, he doesn't care. He's so, just there for the money. He's a scam artist. Exactly. So they're preparing dinner, and there's this one great shot where, like, Auntie Ruse grabs an apple and starts eating it menacingly at Christopher, and all Christopher can think is she's going to eat him like the apple. Okay. So he's like, I get the fuck out of here. So he, he he's like, I'm going to go get some wood for the fire. And then he goes out, and he runs around the house, knocks on the door so that Auntie Rue can go. Uh, to answer the door, and then he runs back around the house and gets the key to the nursery so that he can let uh, Katie out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Katie's been just hanging out with his dead body, right? Uh, the dead body has not been... Uh, Katie's never seen the dead body. Okay, so it must so be still think, be in the coffin. I think the dead body's in the coffin hidden. She doesn't need the dead body anymore because now she sure. has Katie. That's true. So um, then uh, they go to get Katie, but then she's Katie's like... Oh, I gotta get my teddy bear. I can't leave Teddy. Yeah. William. Really... Love William. Yeah, right. So they go get the teddy bear, and then they run back, and then Auntie Rue stops them. And so they just fucking throw the teddy bear at her, and it hits her really hard because it's full of... Oh, yeah, I forgot to say. They put a... Uh, uh, Christopher put a bunch of the jewels and stuff in the teddy bear. Oh, okay. So this heavy-ass teddy bear just hits Auntie Rue. And then they pull a fucking knife on her. Oh, and they're like, I'm going to fucking stab you. And then Auntie Rue like, starts to corner them and like uh, chases them around with a fucking bit of wood, like a log, and then traps them in the pantry, locks them up. And Auntie Rue now is massively triggered by all this because these kids are going to leave her. Just like she thinks that her daughter left her, just like how her husband left her. And she's starting to get like, you know, PTSD. They all died though. These kids aren't dead. But, but... to her, yeah, I know, I know, she I thinks know. that they just left and she doesn't want to be left alone. And so yeah, she... she's very lonely. So she, she did scream that out once. There you go. So she runs upstairs to do her little ritual with the mummy. She takes the the coffin out. She opens it up and she looks at the the mummy and she goes down to pick up the mummy and she accidentally crushes the skull in her grip. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> and now she's like I have nothing left. Oh no. So now she has to make sure these kids stay alive. So she goes downstairs to keep preparing uh, food for New Year's. And the kids are in the pantry calling out to her. And then um, she won't open the door for them. And then finally, Katie calls her mummy, which is funny huh. because they're calling her mom. But she, it's, there's the mummy in the attic. There's a mummy in the I attic. I think that's funny. That is funny. That's just British shit. But yeah. that works. And so then um, they, she's like, oh, you're calling me mummy? Of course I'll let you out. So she opens the opens the pantry. They don't, they're, they're hiding. So she goes in to try to find them. They get the drop on her, lock her up in the pantry. Lo- so she's locked in the pantry. They're outside of the pantry, right? Okay. And so, but she brought a, a a big ass like chopping knife in the pantry. So she's going full Jack Torrance on the the door to try to get out of the pantry, like hidden with this knife. Whoa. And the kids are on the other side, and they're like, "Fuck." We got to stop her from getting us because if we don't stop her, she's going to eat us. She's going to eat us. So all that firewood that Christopher collected, they put it in front of the pantry and they light it up. And okay. they, they start a fire in the house in front of the pantry. There you go. There you go. And Auntie Rowe is in the pantry. And she can't get out. She's just like, what? Stop. She's like screaming and she's all alone and she's crying. And I, I just wrote. As you can see, I just wrote in all caps at this point because I was just like, what the fuck? This movie escalated like so quickly. Like I was very surprised. It's funny because you knew it was coming, right? Like but I you... didn't know. Like I was like, I, I don't know. I just I didn't expect kids to like actually murder this woman with fire. That's what Hansel and Gretel's about. You're right. So then Katie and uh, Christopher run out of the house because it's burning up and smoke's getting everywhere. 
and they brought the, the the teddy bear full of jewels, and then the guy who drops off meat comes by. Uh, oh. That's the guy from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he comes by, he's delivering a pig, and uh, then he looks over at the house. He's like, "What's this? The bloody house is on fire!" He says, and so then he runs um, to investigate, and then Katie looks at the back of the truck and sees the pig that he was going to deliver. And Katie's like, I thought she was going to eat us. Why is she getting a pig? And then Christopher's like, she was going to eat us after she ate the pig. She was going to eat us. And so he's trying to legitimize burning this woman alive. Like, she is a kidnapper. But, like, he was under the suspicion that she was, like, a witch planning to eat them. No. she. Yeah, she has other issues. Yeah. like bad but, issues, yes, clearly, and yes. like not good for kids, not a healthy home environment. No, no, no. But no. not that type. No. It's honestly everyone's bad in this movie. There's no one that's a hero. Yeah, I think that's kind of my main issue with the movies. I'm like Oh, I love that about the movie. You oh, just yeah. think all these bad people in the and it's like it really is like a battle of wits between like two children, really one and a half children, because Katie's yeah. basically useless, and this older woman who's like clearly going through manic episodes. And so so the uh, so they're outside the house watching it go up in smoke mm-hmm. and and christopher says this blood chilling line he just looks at the house that's going up in smoke and he's like bloody good fire like he's proud of himself told you these kids psychopaths and then the police and the fire department show up and they're like they're like it was an accident you know she was in the she was uh she was in the the, the kitchen she lit a fire she lit she, a, she lit a fire in front of her pantry as you do well it's burnt down so much of the house they don't know where it really started they just know it started in the yeah, kitchen okay sure and so and then but here's the other thing the other reason they believe it was an accident is because Katie and Christopher lie and they're like we went to try to help her but it was too hot and there was too much smoke and all the people at the orphanage is like, don't blame yourself for this, kids. Like, yeah. there's nothing you could have done, your children. And so then uh, the cops are like, those poor kids, they're going to they're gonna be so traumatized. Like, they're, they're probably never going to, like, live this down. And then the camera tracks back to the kids in the back of the horse and buggy or wherever they are. And they're both smiling like psychopaths. And then they just drive off and the movie ends. That's a pretty good ending. It's great. I loved it. Man. This is a fucking primo fucking movie about a couple of fucking ne'er-do-well kids who just murder a woman. It is a good it is a good inversion of the Hong yeah. Song Gretel trope, I think. I mean, they clearly obviously played into it very obviously, but yeah. I think the ending is like, oh, you know what? Kids just murdered. Isn't that like bad? I wonder, right? Because like, I wonder if the movie is supposed to be us going like, isn't it great that like they dealt with that woman? I don't know. If I it don't. Is. Fa- I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, everyone's bad. There's yeah. not anyone good. I think everyone's. bad. I feel more bad for Auntie Rue. It's weird, like, right? Like well, she like, is a kidnapper. Yes. But she's also being taken advantage of by like literally everyone. Literally and everyone in her life. Yeah. And um But she's also like a tightwad too. Like she doesn't want to pay people. Like she's she's not a good person. She's either. not a great person. Yeah. I mean she eventually does pay up people. But she is she is definitely like mentally disturbed. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, like she should keeping, be like keeping your dead daughter's corpse not healthy, but also <laughs> like well, I'm just gonna say it, not hurting anyone. <laughs> like you're only just doing it for your own good. Like yeah. no one's you know, no but one... she is hurting. Oh, uh, well, she's even her Katie, really. Like, no. Katie enjoyed being there. She was held against her will, but like, you know, she did kind of want to be there. I guess I don't it's, know. It was more Christopher who didn't want to be there. Or yeah. wanted Kate wanted to hang out with Katie. So and Christopher was the one that had this crazy image in his head. Like, yeah, Auntie Rue's gonna fucking murder us, and so yeah. it's like we have to strike first. Damn it! It's weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I feel mostly very complicated. Film. Very complicated. Lots yeah. of things that chew over. So this is in the same genre as. Um, 
Mm. Uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane, which we watched earlier. Which Why is that? Because the title's a, a question? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, actually, there's a lot of these like this, but they're called... Uh, I'm going to mispronounce it, but I'm, I apologize. It's, it's okay. apparently one of the many films in the Grand Dame Guliong mm-hmm. genre. <laughs> okay. I've never seen this word before. G-U-I-G-N-O-L. I don't know what that I've is. I've never seen this in yeah. my life. So I apologize, but that's apparently a genre mm-hmm. of like what's the matter with Helen is also another one that has a question mark. Uh-huh. Um hush hush sweet charlotte or other not a ones. Question. Uh, those two are not questions, yeah. you're right? But uh, two out of the, you know, out of the three, yeah. three out of two, three out of five. Three out of five ain't bad. I think there's a pattern. <laughs> I think there's a pattern. I think they're going to eat us. <laughs> what about what's new Scooby-Doo? <laughs> oh, yeah. A very good one. Scooby-Doo, where are you? In, that's a good In question. the Grand Dame uh, yeah. genre. But that's interesting that these are like around around the same time. They just are like, what I wonder which one came like... first. And they're just like, let's make a slew of these, you know? <laughs> a slew? Yeah, you got of it. Of anti-roos? Yeah. Yeah. I liked this one a lot. I, I enjoyed this. I, I definitely, liked... I definitely think whatever happened to Baby Jane's a lot better. Oh, I mean, yeah, obviously. This, yeah. this is definitely more schlocky. Yeah, um, but it's good schlock. What do you think of the the uh, main actress Shelley Winters? Oh, she was great. She, I mean, she makes a woman who carries around a mummy and kidnaps children kind. You feel bad for her. She makes yeah. him sympathetic. You know, she's uh, a freaking. She's she, a legend. She's legend. She I looked is, it up. Yeah, she's, she's, a she's been in a lot of movies forever. Forever like, working. Yeah, all like. Ever. And also, one of the few that were able to like transfer from like early Hollywood being young to mm-hmm. like being Beautiful. like, well, I'm going to play older roles. Apparently, she like lived with Marilyn Monroe and taught her how to be like sexy for the camera and stuff. Wow. Like, yeah, she's apparently like a really progressive like uh, actor back in the day, too. That's like, cool. Yeah. So she, yeah, she seems like a really awesome person. Yeah. Uh, which is great because she's playing somewhat monstrous person here but again like she finds it's weird it's mostly like, a trap to me i find her more tragic, tragic. i think yeah. these kids are more psychopaths <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad. i think they're all bad and in the end they're all bad and yeah. no one's redeemable in this movie but yeah if i'm gonna like put them on a scale i yeah. feel more bad for auntie rue these kids can go get fucked and, i mean how many fucking male anti-heroes do we have in these mo- in movies and television culture in general like this is a really good like woman anti-hero like this older woman who's clearly gone through a horrible trauma and has not processed it in a in a healthy way you kind of feel bad for her a little bit you could also draw parallels with her and the kids how they're both lonely right yeah like the two kids do have each other yeah and their fear is to be separated and be lonely again right like christopher's fear is lonely like that is true really what the movie is it's really it really is just christopher and auntie rue trying to gain possession over katie like that's the that's the movie it's true and katie just being a dumb girl that is like, why she's, are you here? She's I mean, why do you care about her? I know why do you? Well, actually, what I really dig about because at first I was like, oh, does Auntie Rue think that like Katie looks like Catherine and her name's kind of similar and she both likes the yeah, same doll? Good timing. But I love that where it's like she thinks she's Katie because of this crazy or Catherine because of this. Uh, it's never revealed that like that they're fake, right? Like, like to Auntie Rue, like it's never revealed. That no, well, the... no, no. She does realize that the psychic is a fake person, but oh, okay. at that point, I think she's still. I mean, because she is like this tragic person who, yeah. like, cra- clearly they, there's there's there's, there's cobwebs in the attic up there, you know. And so I think she's, yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I also like that. Like, <laughs> Katie's such a lame character. Lame character that. The only reason Christopher wants her is because he's lonely and sister. Yeah. And the only reason Auntie Rue 
wants her is because she's lonely and fake daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Two, Nobody really wants. Katie no one for likes Katie. her personality. She doesn't have one. To she be doesn't fair. have one. Yeah. She just wants William. She likes teddy bears. Yeah, that's, she, that's the thing. It's like it's like a, it's like a love rhombus where it's that's like true. It's like who's gonna get Katie and who's gonna get William? No one. Yeah, no one. Nobody. Ends what? Up. Uh, I maybe you mentioned this, but I just want to read a. What happened to our boy Albie? Uh, he got the money. I think he got the money. Just pieced he, out. He got the money and ran, man. Yeah, man. He, I think he's the only one that, that wound up uh, winning out in the end of this. Well, actually, so he wins out because he gets money, and then the fake psychic wins out because he gets a couple more uh, bottles of, uh, of whiskey. <laughs> Which is basically money. Which is money to him, but it's going to go by quick. Yeah. Because, uh, like, Albie got, like, fucking 2,000 pounds. Like, I, that's, that's quite a bit. Quite a bit of money, especially in back in the day, probably. Yeah, that's, that's a good chunk. It was pretty great because she's like, go get my checkbook. And he pulls the checkbook out of his, like, pocket and slams it on the desk. Like, I, I was like, he he was expecting this. Like, I loved that. Al- yeah. Albie's a bad guy, but you got to respect the, pull of the player, you know? Yeah, I respect the game he's gotta, playing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I liked the movie a lot. Like, it was actually kind of like, like I said, it was shocking. I actually gasped audibly a couple I times. I wish I saw all that stuff because of my half. It was, it was all a, set up. It was a bit slow. It was yeah. a bit slow. Not bad. I think it just opens with that bang opening. And yeah. I was like, whoa, okay, I can't wait to see what happens. And then I don't. It's also a short movie, too. It's only it 90, is. It's only 90 minutes. So short. Which, you know, means that there's all set up in my half. Yeah, and that's then it true. just all the payoff at the end. But, but it doesn't least take not, that long. No. And like the my half of the movie, too, it it, gets, it goes it goes by. You I, know? Feel like like, it's, I feel like it's when it's going to start hitting its stride is then because oh, all yeah. the dominoes are set up. I wish you saw The Magician's Place. I wish I, I came wish. in the I more. I would have loved it. I think there was one part where they're like, ah, Magician's Place is crazy. And I'm like, oh, I want to see that. But I didn't get to. Okay. Uh, yeah. I also just liked how the movie was like edited and directed. Like I thought like it did a good job of keeping the pace up. And it was really well directed where you weren't sure if you were going to, if something was going to get popped out in the background you yeah know, that's the, true the lighting was really great mm-hmm. I, I really liked the way the movie looked the way it sounded you know i i, I like this movie i think this movie's really good yeah you know these this genre pumpkin rating that i've never heard of is pretty good pumpkin yeah. rating was it out of five usually okay so i gotta always reiterate because i yes. always forget is it based on spookiness or is it based on quality i always forget which one i answer I so forget. uh i'm gonna say it's based on well this year do we, oh yeah this year it's based on quality. Quality. Okay. Yeah. I'd give it a. I'd give it a out of five pumpkins. I'd give it a three and a half. Okay, I was gonna give it a three. Yeah, I'd give it a three and a half. I only. I was gonna give it a four, but I docked it half just for Katie as a character. I thought Katie was annoying. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I don't like. I don't like the kids at all. It's hard. For I me like to- Chris defer because it is like you're watching a little fucking like he's like a little like raccoon right. kid you know he's a little psychopath he's, he's, like, he's just like 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 uh, scraggling around like i said just de facto orphan kid you get in your movie yeah i loved it he was great and yeah. the actor was good like i i felt like i legitimately felt like i was like i get what you're doing you know like <laughs> you're just trying to survive out here in the hard streets of why london not? why not man yeah uh yeah i like the movie a lot three and a half stars good good one you're three three and a half pumpkins what are these stars Mike, what the fuck Apologies, are stars? How yeah. dare you? This is pumpkin time. Guys, could you please go back and listen to our previous episodes and tell us whether or not we're rating the quality or the spookiness <laughs> would of the we, movie? Would we listen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you can find them on any podcatching app previous episodes. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review or five-pumpkin rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is a lie about our dead daughters. Um, and if you want to get a hold of us, email us, uh, recommend other movies. You can email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, so yeah, this is our first, uh, foray into horror during the spooky month, the yeah. spooky season. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the, the movies we have lined up. I'm yeah, we've got some good ones. Pretty um, sure but yeah, so what, what, what would be a good 
would be a good uh, thing to end this one on. Oh. Um, hmm. Would you ever keep a mummy? <laughs> I have a mummy. We, we all have mummies. We all have mummies. We all had mummies. Guys, have. if you have a mummy, you got to appreciate it. You got to appreciate it. Call mummy. your mummy. Call your mummy today. Yeah, call your mummy today. Um, also, uh, take them out of their crib and put them in their coffin. <laughs> put them in their coffin. Depending on, you know, we're not going to judge what kind of mummy you have. Yeah. Whatever mummy you have, take good care of it. I like how we call them a mummy. It is really just like, is it a mummy or is it just like a skeleton? Like, I don't know what it is. I honestly thought it was a skeleton, but you probably saw a lot more than I did because yeah, I saw it was one really shot. close. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like it's a mummy. They can't call it a mummy. What's the difference Mu- between a skeleton and a mummy? I think just a mummy is mummification more process, preserved. Though. Yeah, it's exactly. More preserved. That was a pretty well preserved kid. Yeah. So I would saying. say it's a mummy. Yeah, I feel like it's a mummy. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but though she does crush it and then it becomes a skeleton because it's not preserved. <laughs> yeah, it just turns into dust. Yeah. I think it's a mummy because it's in Britain, and if it was in America, it would call it a mummy. Oh. Good night, everybody. <laughs>